This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Intuitive Oracle, Jamie Hearn. Jamie stirs the cauldron with witches, shamans, healers, psychics, and mediums who bravely share their power and give you insight into what conversations with dead people really look like. It's probably not what you think. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes macabre, and always informative. Hello and welcome back to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn, and today I'm super excited to chat with Corinne Grillo. She's the author of Angel Wealth Magic and The Angel Experiment. She is a Chicana and a Puerto Rican mother, a licensed psychotherapist, visionary leader, inspirational speaker, and proprietor of the Casa Condor Retreat Center in Mount Shasta, California. I, I want to know all about that. That's like super cool. I mean, all of this is really cool, but I definitely want to touch on that. Yeah. Corinne offers online trainings in authentic spiritual leadership, nature immersions, intuitive healing arts, in-person trainings, and she has dedicated her life to sharing the life-changing gifts she received while learning to work with the angels. Welcome, Corinne. Uh, thank you, Jamie. So great to be here. And can I just say, I love the name of your show. It's so awesome. Thank you. <laughs> great to be here. I've been told it's totally appropriate for me. Oh, so. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that seems like a really good show for me to be on too. <laughs> So t- give us a little bit of background. Like when did you first embark on this journey with angels? Well, with angels, I officially, yeah, that, that one came just kind of fell in my lap. I witnessed a miracle of probably about, I would say, wow, a lot longer than I thought, probably about 14 years ago or so. Is that right? Anyways. Yeah. It's all, yeah. Time, you know, it's accelerating. Totally. Hard to keep up. So, uh, so yeah, I witnessed a miracle with the angels and, uh, I was, I'm not a religious person or, uh, at the time I wasn't really practicing any kind of spirituality. Um, it, unless you consider drinking bottles of tequila spirituality and, uh, a death wish spirituality, which actually it, te- oh, no. it technically is, um, it's the dark part of the spiritual journey. You know, we all have the dark night of the soul, but my dark night of the soul lasted probably from the age of 14 up to like 37. That's a long time. It was a really, really, you know, complete, a very full experience of the dark night of the soul. Um, So, so yeah, yeah. A friend of mine bought me an angel reading. I was really suffering at the time. She didn't know. And I didn't really know what an angel read, like, you know, I just thought, oh, let's go to a psychic. Cool. But it really just knocked my socks off. And, you know, she told me to talk to the angels as if they're real. You have a lot of angels around you and they want to talk to you. And I'm like, okay, I'll just go talk to, you know, hey, angels, show me you're real, you know. And then I started, I started having all the angel synchronicities, wings everywhere, you know, laundry <laughs> truck is, you see, I remember the first time I was like, okay, I'm driving. Okay, angels, let's see about these angels. Show me if you're real. And, uh, you know, la- right like seconds later, a laundry truck drives by me and it's angels laundry service, you know, like washing people's dirty laundry. Corinne, hello. Look. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, I'm a very grounded person, a psychotherapist at the time. Um, and, uh, 
And so I was like, okay, there's always room for doubt. But it was the actual miracle. And the miracle was me witnessing a a bird with a broken wing um, fall in front of my car. And I didn't know what to do. I was on my way to a client's house. I prayed for it. And, and as I prayed for it, it just, and I wasn't really good at praying for things like, you know, but I was just, Oh, angels, uh, help them out of the suffering just in case you're real. And, and I, this was only maybe three days after I started talking to the angels, like maybe about three days after. And I witnessed that bird, uh, transform into, uh, I, at first I saw a small body of the, uh, a small body, a small birdie. Um, and the original bird was about pigeon size. So as I watched this bird, I watched one bird jump out of the body of that bird, fly away, then a second, and then a third bird. So that bird transformed into three healthy birds and uh, flew away. And that's when I knew something was seriously up with angels. And and, uh, and it took me a while to kind of come to grips with that. But, you know, it wasn't just that vision or that thing that I saw with my eyes. It was the experience of it, the the heart opening, the, the energy around me, I guess. It, the best way I can describe it was just tons of profound, court, uh, profound love, like big love, love that's not human kind of flowing through me. And that set me on my journey, my official journey, though. I'd always like been interested in spiritual things before. I didn't. I, I I was doing it like you do, like a lot of people do religion, just reading about it, thinking it's cool, hobbyist kind of thing. Yeah, like superficial, totally. Yeah, yeah, just like wow, this is really interesting and really cool. But it's not until you really know, no, 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 that um, it really comes to life for you. Sometimes that's awesome. Just hearing you talk about that, like, gives me a chill of, of excitement because I'm getting to witness some of the magic that you're sharing with the world. Thanks for for allowing me this little brief vision into it. Um, I want to talk about your new book, Angel Wealth Magic. What is it? And and how were you inspired to write this book? Uh, I was inspired to write the book because I had a pretty profound, well, since I really started working with angels from the beginning, and my, uh, my, my intuition, I guess, you know, my spiritual gifts, I guess, for lack of better phrase, um, opened up and I started hearing my, more of my intuitive guidance. And more importantly, I started gaining the courage to listen to it. And so as I started walking that path, I noticed financial miracles coming along with that, right? Mm-hmm. When we start really moving from the heart and doing the deeper work or those, you know, work that is exciting to us and lifts other people up, you know, the cash started coming in. But during COVID, um, I had a really profound financial miracle based on some of the steps that mm-hmm. I set up in the book. And uh, it wasn't a book yet. It was just for my own because I reduced my hours a little bit um, because my kids were at home during lockdown and I wanted to just really be present. So yeah, the financial miracle that happened was so intense, so big. Um, that I realized, uh, that, you know, spirit essentially guided me, you know, we, we made this result happen for you so bigly so that you will share, you know, you'll share in for the angels. It's, it's like, they just want people to know 
that they're there and they're real and they're not just, uh, you know, on paintings and in these uh, religious books. And, and also they're also not religious as well. They're for everyone of all different faith, faiths or non-faiths, the atheists, it doesn't matter. Cause like I said, I wasn't a believer or practicing at the time, unless, you know, tequila was, was my object of worship. So, uh, so, you know, yeah. So that's how it got started. And that's why I wrote the book um, on, on spirits urging to, connect with heart-centered people, to reach out to heart-centered people and to have them dream and think a little differently about, about what spiritual power is and, and economic power is no different because we get to fund um, those causes that we really believe in. And when you think about the folks that have the economic power right now on the planet, they're not always the best the best ones you, you want. So we need more heart-centered people to step into it already and uh, move forward. And at the risk of, you know, bucking the patriarchy, we need more powerful, connected, brilliant women to step into that. Uh, yeah. Thanks for saying that. Yes, <laughs> exactly. We need more witches and bitches up on the scene, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, like legit, because the way that we have been indoctrinated, we kind of have a natural unconscious kind of cowering, whether, I mean, we can pretend to be strong, we're going to go get it. But there often is this unconscious force inside of us, the subconscious, because our ancestors did not grow up empowered. So mm -hmm. as they animate through us, we get punked by these old belief systems. And we have to take really seriously radical action to, in a way, disassemble some of that or really recognize. For me as a brown woman, I had to, a lot of work to do to dismantle some of um, the old toxic belief systems about what woman is, what brown woman is, what poor brown woman is, what mm. poor brown woman with a, with a, you know, with a record is. <laughs> um, and, and so, you know, but luckily we have our spirit team, which is good medicine uh, to set sail to to really elevate our own uh, our own potential, I guess. Yes, and and unleashing it shifts everything. It does, and in particular, women. Here's why it's such a good idea for more women to be freaking millionaires is because or billionaires. Thank you very much, because <laughs> because we're more. Uh, statistically likely to share that wealth. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, and I want to see more mothers and grandmothers out there because they're right now, our children still starving in the world. And mm -hmm. I can guarantee you that if we had the cash, that shit would not be happening. Yeah. I love it. So let's, let's push this movement forward. I'm with you, sister. Yeah. <laughs> so give us a little insight into how angels can put us in touch with our true soul's voice to help us move on this path. Yes. So a lot of people think of angels as just like helpers, right? They're just messengers and helpers because that's technically what the word angel means, messengers. But when, um, in walking this path and then in reverse engineering it, really looking historically about what angels do, what Western magicians believe that angels do. And, and uh, early on, when I was in my early 20s, I, I studied a lot of Western magic. Um, but again, I studied magic and I did rituals, but it wasn't animating through me, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of different. I didn't really know for sure if it, if, if it was real. <laughs> just doing it just in case kind of thing. <laughs> and, uh, 
and that's how we all start. It's like, we'll just try it, see what happened. But yeah. um, uh, angels historically, if you look at the Kabbalistic systems and the paths of uh, initiation, there's always an angel midwifing the initiate through the portal or through the passageway. And when we look at high magic, high magic is is not just about attracting wealth, but it's or it's not just with these little things that we need to, in order to survive and thrive here. It's also about illumination and complete total self-realization. So angels, of course, they they have helped me with every freaking thing, with my health, with my career, with my children, with all those things. Um, but overarchingly, their goal, or actually my goal, is uh, a complete and total heart awakening. And I, I re just recommend bringing that into our awareness um, because uh, because many of us lost our connection with our indigenous roots uh, over the thousands of years that you know we've been under um, colonization rule. And uh, all of us, no matter where we're from, whether we're from Europe or, you know, we have those indigenous roots and we have a sense of soul somewhere in there that is uh, eternal and guiding us. So angels just kind of help put us back into the root of our, mm -hmm. of our being and open our awareness to, to all the fun opportunities to live in joy and happiness and all of those things. I love that. And we do have, you know, such a deep connection that we've denied this lifetime, other lifetimes ancestrally. So I'm open angels. Show me. I'm, show me. I'm literally, I'm literally going to start talking to them today. Oh gosh, please do. I know because listen, angels lost their sex appeal once Christianity went bad. Okay. And, and a lot of people are like associated with, with just Christian ideals, but it's so, so much deeper than that. So much bigger, broader and deeper. And uh, they're here to bring illumination to us. And it's not always an easy path because it requires us to rise to a level of courage that, that, uh, that every, most people in our immediate circle are not doing. Yeah. They're not, they're not challenging the, the structures. They're not saying a lot of them are not saying, I, I think this nine to five thing is totally fucking bullshit. And I think there's other ways. Right. And so, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I started getting those urges because I was a freaking psychotherapist. I was locked into my career already. I was good to go. But apparently at a soul level, there was more. And so learning to listen, you know. So I'm an attorney by education. So I hear you. I mean, see, it's like ridiculous when we get into start listening to the soul level, we start building these really amazing, ridiculous, amazing things that people need. <laughs> So as we're like integrating the angel knowledge and all of their guidance, how's that going to help our careers? Whatever career it is we've chosen. <laughs> okay. So as you start integrating, well, uh, yeah, if you're, uh, and I truly hope that what you're doing is so in alignment with who you are as an, as your essential being, because as you know, Jamie, it's a really interesting steps that you have to take to re-navigate things from a soul level. But in general, I have worked with tons of people, like tens of thousands of people all over the world. And I get all kinds of um, feedback from, from folks 
from different walks of life. We got hairdressers, we have FBI agents, we have doctors, all of that thing, all of that. So whatever it is that's our intention, when we invite this posse into our life, and there are freaking ancient cave paintings with beings, benevolent beings, helping humanity learn how to farm and learn how to do all these things. So they can help us improve our quality of relationships at our workspace. I've seen, I, I had a client way back when I started working with angels and it was so embarrassing because I was like, I'm a psychotherapist. And then all of a sudden like, Hey, do you mind if we talk about angels? It was, you know, it was this whole thing. But uh, so, so we started working with the angels with her. And I think it was, she, she was on the brink of, of getting fired or like wanting to quit because her boss was coming at her so hard. And, uh, we worked with the angels, did some good energy work around it and stuff. And, and, uh, and yeah, I think it was within six weeks, her boss was inviting her out for happy hour. Like they were friends and she was, she was very like, she couldn't believe it really for her. It was miraculous. Um, and it like miracles come in all different ways. So what do you need? What do you need? You know, and then ask and learn how to work your magic when it comes, especially when it, when it comes to angels, they're literally here and angels come in a variety of different shapes and sizes. It could be ancestors, if that's what you're drawn to, um, and nature allies. I mean, all of it there, it's medicine for us. I love that. So there are so many facets of, of the, your book and your work and your experience, like we definitely are going to have to have like four more podcasts. Yes, to, please. To get through the good stuff. But I want to talk about the four magical basics that are required for the angel magic, angel wealth magic, excuse me, to work. Can you talk, can you explain those to us? Yeah. Well, I, I would say, you know, the, the faves that I like to touch on is definitely having an open mind. And so I think with your audience, that's kind of easy breezy, curi, curi, right? Curiosity. Again, I think your your audience is locked in, but I feel here's the one that a lot of um, folks that are identified with magic or all the spiritual things. Here's the one that gets gets into into people get into trouble, and that's commitment. Um, really following through from the beginning to the end of an idea to completion. Um, because a lot of us fall asleep in the middle or we lose interest and we think, oh, well, I'm just not interested anymore. But really, those are just like the demons coming for you. And, and it's like the testers. There's like your inner testers, your inner guardians going, well, how much do you want this? You're going to make a bid for power. We're not going to make it easy on you. Um, so we have to learn how to commit so completely to where it even could feel selfish because because you're going to start investing in things that you never would invest it in like yourself <laughs> investing mm. in uh, an idea that's so weird okay <laughs> like like what i like i'm talking about angels is ridiculous so uh, but it's not ridiculous it turns out so completing it commitment huge awesome i love that you touched on it's okay even if it feels selfish yeah we have to learn how to do that, especially women. We're indoctrinated to be selfless and sell, and so we're just here to serve others. And like, that's not that's not true. No, we're not just here to serve others. We're here to not even be nice to others. We're not even here to to like be there for others. We're here to 
be a hundred percent on board with ourselves and to show up for ourselves and in our deepest nature, we're going to naturally impact and serve so many more people than we ever comprehended. Um, yeah, that's such a deep programming. Like last night, my mother said to me, you're such an only child. And I said, first of all, it's your fault. I'm an only child. So stop with that. And making a choice for myself is not about being an only child. It's about making a choice for myself. So go away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's big. And especially, you know, as uh, we wear all the masks that we wear uh, in my case, you know, mother and those kinds of things, it's like, it really flies in the face of, of, uh, you know, my upbringing, my mother was selfless server for her family. And literally it got her dead at a very young age. Um, you know, a little, a little breast cancer, a lot of not self-love and staying in a situation that was really intense. And, and, uh, and so for me, you know, watching, she died, you know, she died when she was two years younger than I am now. Um, yeah. And so very young. And, and so when we just take on everyone else's shit, especially when we're magical creatures and we are empaths, that energy goes somewhere, especially if you're not raging completely, you need to rage, you need to be angry, set boundaries, uh, say a lot of no. Um, so if we don't do that, we internalize that energy and it can be really toxic to us. And so that's, that's what I learned from her, but I still had to dismantle. So, and I'm still, dis- I still feel guilt when I go take people on retreat because I'm leaving my kids. It still feels selfish, but I know that guilt is just another demon, just like fear is. So if we feel the guilt, fine, but let's just do some fun stuff anyways. (laughs) And your kids are their own magical little beings on a path of their own. So it's okay for you to go on retreat for a little while. They'll be fine. (laughs) And they're young women, right? So I had to, I had to look at it and go, okay, I don't want them to have to dismantle the same exact crap that, that I did. You know, I was a late bloomer because of that. And so for them, it's like, you know, this is what spirit has talked me into it, right? It's like, well, what kind of model do you want to be? Do you want to be a role model like your mother was? No, I really don't. My mother was a great role model on the one hand, but she wasn't in balance. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I have boys. So I look at how I'm raising them to not subscribe to the social expectations and constraints. And I do a lot of Akashic Records work. So one of my kids, he's tapped in, tuned in. He's like, mom, do you remember that time? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, but that time is what we're unprogramming. So let's keep moving. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so, it's, a, it's a little minefield it is <laughs> oh well and it's such a beautiful mirror like all the things I need to work on <laughs> it's just right there laid out for you yeah <laughs> I know I know gosh kids I mean kids just having kids alone, it's just like that's a perfect spiritual path you know what else is having your own business it's amazing spiritual path it's so confronting <laughs> all of it is so yeah. Right. Yeah. It gives you the perfect opportunity to bump up against some of the wealth blockers you talk about in your book. Yeah. Yes. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so how do those wealth blockers really trip us up or stand in our way? Yeah. Well, I think the biggest uh, thing is that they're invisible 
initially, it, they're, the wealth blockers start off invisibly. They're just um, un- assumptions we make about ourselves or about what's possible for us in our lives. Um, like, okay, I'm, I'm going to just be a, a therapist, um, which is which was great, but there was some level of something still missing. So uh, a lot of people, like I kind of mentioned earlier, when you, like for me, I didn't grow up around wealth, which means I unconsciously just believed it wasn't possible. I would always kind of live in this certain place of, you know, get the ba- bi- uh, bills paid, have two weeks of vacation, save up for a couple of years for a nice vacation for you and your family, right? And uh, and so that was just an assumption. And it wasn't until I realized that my limitation was in my dreams. Like, it's like, I'm not dreaming big enough for me myself and for my family. And uh, yeah, we stop ourselves. Like anytime, anytime we get uh, like a lot of people, like I I work with a lot of healers and stuff and helping them get their kind of business mind in in check and things like that. And there's some people have so much shame about charging for their, for their heart's work. Right. So that alone is like a wealth blocker. And they just assume it's like, I, you know, it just doesn't feel right. It's just as if, you know, it's like, no, that is your conditioning, sister. That is right. your conditioning. Break that shit down. You know, the, the Pope doesn't have your freaking, like, you know, arm around his, your neck making you poor anymore. You know, just <laughs> step up. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, I love that you're sharing this from a, an absolutely raw, real, this is how it is perspective. Like you you are my soul sister. I'm so excited to really? witness this. Really? Oh, that's so great. <laughs> so I also have a note here that you're sharing with all of our viewers, a seven day miracle challenge. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Oh my gosh. That adventure I created maybe about seven years ago. And that was my big risk when I transitioned out of therapy into more of an international playground. And it was a seven day practice of inviting powerfully the angels in to get the foundation, to just clean up your energetic business, to make powerful contact request that they enter your life and to show you how, uh, how real they are. And so it's seven sequential days of different processes. Um, Some of it is a little bit healing work with specific archangels. Some of it is like really kind of looking at yourself, but all of it is designed to open your heart and your mind and your eyeballs to the reality of actual beings that are here. Not just like, oh, you know, I believe in spirit guides or, but like potent, forceful, powerful, creative, and hilarious um, supporters that have, I find an excellent <laughs> sense of humor. Um, <laughs> so that is really that is So I started that, that was my big bid for powers. Like, well, maybe this will work. <laughs> I hope it does. And when people started doing it, I started getting so much feedback about these beautiful, some people had physical healings. Uh, some people had, um, of course, financial miracles, but really my f- most favorite part of all the work that I do is hearing about how People didn't really believe or believe in something better for themselves or believe that the spirit was actually real, even though they like had fun thinking about it. Um, so it's that real authentic bond and connection that people make with with the, their angels and their other allies. That's the miracle that um, 
that is just priceless. I love that. So I'm excited to explore the, that challenge also. Yeah. You're going to keep me busy for like, I don't know, years probably, right? There's so much, there's so much to do. Yeah, right. There is so much to do. Yeah. It's so fun. It is fun. Yeah. It's a little uncomfortable sometimes. <laughs> but only if we, oh, it's only uncomfortable if we choose to take action and commit. <laughs> Other than that, we can just stay in our cesspools as long as we want. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's optional. <laughs> I would love to hear a little about your retreat center too, before we wrap up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That thing, I, I just got it like last, I was guided, you know, to go up there and I wasn't sure. Cause it's, you know, Shasta is such a little hot spot, and I tend to be like a little skeptical when, oh, all the, all the, all the people are gathering there for the vortexes, and I'm just like, it's so cliche, or it felt so cliche, and so I went, but I went up there, I'm like, okay, spirit, I'm going to go up there, I saw the mountain, the clouds parted, I saw the mountain, and my heart purged like tears, like my projectile tears, and I was like, okay, this is definitely a home away from home, so yeah, I have a, it's a retreat house out there, and and it has a full view of the mountain. A lot of the work that I do uh, is nature-based as well because spirit animates through nature. And I feel a huge thing that we're all uh, missing is instead of looking up at the skies, bringing the divine into your into the actual world, which is, you know, part wealth magic, but, you know, teaching people how to really make an authentic connection with the powers that be in nature is so juicy. So the big mountains right there, I talk to her all the time and uh, yeah, so it's uh, you know, I have about 11 beds there and I bring people on retreat. I'm also a psychedelic um, therapist as well. And I have worked a lot uh, for like 12 years with shamanic medicines and, and then got officially trained uh, in that, but also clinically as a psychotherapist to help people move through trauma. Um, so we do a lot of just beautiful work, work there. And, and, uh, sometimes I rent it out to other groups too, because the land is so sacred. It's freaking, it's so, in, I can't even tell you, Jamie, it is so intensely alive. I mean, the land is sacred. I've made, made peace with all the spirits of the land and the allies and did my apologies because that land there is on, uh, is on, you know, the, it, you know, genocide land when the gold rush happened. So, you know, I, I've done a lot of talking and we've all made a lot of offerings. I'm like, you better act right around these spirits here and come, come correct. (laughs) Cause, cause if you don't, it could be (laughs) tricky this weekend for you. So, so we we do that and, and we've seen amazing miracles have happened there. Literal miracles. I mean, it's awesome. It pops off. So you should, I mean, go check it out. If you, have you been to Shasta? I haven't. Um, I, I spent some time in Northern California, but we, we didn't make it quite that far out, but it's totally on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out for sure. Awesome. So yeah. where can people find you if they want to learn more about all this cool stuff you're doing? Yeah. Well, my website's pretty informative. There's a, there's a wait list. At, so my retreat center is called Casa Condor. Uh, the California condor is the spirit that came to me there as the governor and the the guardian of that lands there. And then I, you know, I won't, won't get into it, but lots of power, co- full contact with that particular dude. I call him grandpappy. 
because he comes around grandpappy condor and I have a picture of grandpappy on the wall, make everybody take selfies with grandpappy. Um, so I call it Casa Condor. I don't really, uh, promote it. It's, there's no website. Um, cause it's really, you know, just people who know about me. I'm not, you know, who, who there. So there's a wait list on my, on that. There's also, um, so corinnegrillo.com is the actual website. Uh, what else do I have going on there? Oh, I have this wonderful uh, weekly community where I channel new angels. We do new angel healing and we talk mm. right now. We're talking a lot about illumination, enlightenment spirit. This year said um, we should be considering the option of claiming in this lifetime, full realization, full illumination, and that those energies are possible. So we're spending time looking at that from different facets and different angels are coming to help us awaken our hearts and get rid of the... Whew, the deep clutter <laughs> that gets in gets in our way of remembering who we are essentially already are. Mm-hmm. I don't have to grow or become anything new. So the inner sanctum is that membership site. And I send a new audio and a new healing every Sunday morning. So if anybody's interested in angels and really kind of deepening their practice with angels specifically, that's a fun one too. Awesome. So we will definitely leave links below this, the podcast. So then people can find you easily. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. I've really enjoyed chatting with you and getting to know you. Me too, Jamie. Thank you so much for letting me be here. Thanks everyone for listening. I'll see you next week on Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. Peace and badass magic. Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. 